hello, hello. And welcome to Nepcast. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brad. And we are here talking balls. Balls in your mouth. Uh, I was going to go with football, but hey, if you want to talk about your inner gayness and... Oh, no, no, I was talking about that freak on um, A&E who swallowed the whole football. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He does that trick. He's in the circus. Oh, that's right. Um, Um, Yeah. He can juggle three baseballs in his mouth. Nice. Uh, I've never seen it, but I'll Mm -hmm. take your word that he can... He broke his jaw doing four. So I'll take your word that that dude likes balls in his mouth. I made all that up <laughs> <laughs> to save my ass. Right on. Welcome. Speaking of ass, um, I don't know. <laughs> Actually, speaking of ass, we just got done listening to the most hilarious yeah. CD ever. Very funny. It's called Steel Panther. Here's a free plug for Steel Panther. Steel Panther. Free plug. So if you guys take off and you're like, we want to thank the little Deb cast that could... <laughs> It'll be us. We're getting all these downloads off iTunes linked through uh, this Nebcast account on the podcast. So, yeah, make sure that when you, um, you know, do a description of this Nebcast, you put Steel Panther in the description so yeah. people are on <laughs> iTunes. Steel Panther. What? With classics such as Fat Girl and Asian Hooker. And <laughs> and, and who could forget shocker. Community Property. And Community Property. <laughs> but, no, uh, it's really funny. It's like they make fun of big hair 80s bands mm-hmm. from the 80s. Yeah, they look like Poison. They do and, look like poison, uh, they but they sound, sound like, like Def Leppard and Bon Jovi yeah. and uh, White Snake and all those great bands that you remember. <laughs> yeah. And I love the bios that are in the I liner know, they have notes. fake bios. Uh, Lexi Fox. Yep. Lexi Fox. The extra X's in his name is because he likes sex. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anywho. So, so uh, yeah, today's show is a Brad original this is what Brad wants to do. So Brad, it was an idea. I don't know if it'll, you know, I have these stupid ideas and we try them out and maybe they work. Maybe they don't. Emphasis on stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Just kidding. Brad, what are we doing today? (laughs) Hey, I don't see anyone else coming up with ideas. Hey, I told you I have house of the dead. You did have, well, we, that's an old idea, but you did have that Dick Van Dyke show episode idea. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm a genius. But yeah, we don't have, we, we have a lot of, uh, we need more like different types of episodes, you know, like not just reviewing uh, re- reviewing movies or uh, you know talking about movies, you know. Why? Why don't we just like find, people, a, people, find, find a niche? People have asked us to do skits. Like how do we do skits? skits? You just improv, like on the radio, like 1940s radio. Yeah, well, those are scripted, but I mean, we can you know go off on some kind of tangent, pretend to be characters as we're talking. Did, that worked really well for our sportscaster one, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, you probably need like a third person because that way if one person's failing then the other person can bail them out there's two other people who can bail them out continue the conversation so anyway my idea for this show um, which you know we're up to like 35 episodes I know I just downloaded the new one today did you? I did yeah it's um, although obviously we missed a few weeks so we're not going to get to 52 by the end of the year but um, yeah it's impressive yeah no, what will we get to? We're we'll probably get hard. to like 40-something. Yeah. There's uh, three weeks left in this month, as of this recording. And <laughs> even though this recording probably won't air this week. Um, uh, and then there's four left in the end of, in December. So yeah. Probably right at 40. Yeah. Not bad, but we didn't start at the very beginning of the year, did we? We did. Did we? Yeah. We uh, dropped off in April. Really? Yeah. Huh? Uh, April's missing, and then July, I think. There's three weeks missing. So that's like seven. So there must be like one or two others elsewhere. But still, 40 episodes for us is pretty good. We're plugging away. We're plugging away. And Despite our viewer listenership is... If we were in the Nielsen's rating, we'd be the last rated show. Is your uh, girlfriend getting us any more listeners? She should. I do know that um, James from CSU still listens to our show because he the mentions... The guy who added me just now? Uh, yeah, probably. He he, uh, he he always mentions it, like something I said in a podcast. Nice. Probably about me being awesome. <laughs> oh, of course. I mean, what else is there to be? Yeah, That's like, in, within an hour, that's probably 70 minutes of it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, um... <laughs> um, there's 60 minutes in an hour? I know, dude, that's a joke. Oh, okay, yeah, because I'm, so, I'm so awesome that there's... More time in an hour for me. Exactly. <laughs> and time is just a relative term anyways. I know. It's all made up. It's, it's for us, us to measure experience. Exactly. Um, 
But back on track, today's episode, the idea is... You I still have, haven't said that yet? I have, we just keep going off on tangent, which is fine. we got so much time to fill. Yeah. But um, I don't know. We may be wasting time because I have a binder full of movie ticket stubs that I have saved since 1998. And what? 97. I looked at your thing. You oh. from 97. Yeah. Like, it's like one. So. No, you have like six. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. I've been checking. I did research before we did this, Brad. <laughs> yeah, like five minutes. <laughs> so I still did it. <laughs> you went from 2009, then you looked back to the end of the book. Uh, I still did it, and I knew what you did it. So <laughs> anyway, whatever. Anywho, uh, so Brad, I have to ask, what makes you want to save music, uh, ticket stubs? I'm just curious. Uh, well, first, like, the first couple, obviously, are, like, the Star Wars Special Editions, so when I was big into Star Wars, it's like, you know, you felt like those were something special that, sure. you know, you'd frame on your, like, a huge Star Wars never frame on their wall, but now that the Star Wars universe is not as impressive as it used to be, they're just tickets, but, you know, I kept doing it, so after a while, you, you know... You know, it's the thing I always notice about you, like, I save concert tickets, but I don't really save movie ticket stubs. Yeah, I have the concert tickets, but they're in a different case because they fade so easily. Yeah. Um, these not so much. There's like a couple that are completely like I have to shine through a light through just to see <laughs> the uh, ink embedding. But um, yeah, I know people throw them away. And no, I was just curious. You know, everybody has their own little things they do. I mean, come on. Yeah, this is like why stop? I mean, it's so it's so easy to accumulate. Like, yeah. It's not like going out and buying comics. Is it is it because you like to relive the experience and you're like, oh, I remember when I saw that movie? Or it's also yeah, it's like it's like a history record of like mm-hmm. here I was at this place at this time. And this is what I saw. So and when you know, become really big, then they'll know. Yeah, like if someone ever like once I make you know thousands of movies and I'm a huge director <laughs> and someone's like, oh, we gotta make that biography book about Brad Haig, director and <laughs> what influenced him and they can go back through my ticket stubs and see what movies. I ingested into my mind. Nice. You know, I've never really asked you this question, but what, maybe I have and you've answered it before, but uh, what, you know, you just mentioned influences. What's the biggest influence on you? Who, what director or what movie style has the most influence on you as a person? Um, well, my taste in movies changes. Like as we go through this book soon, like you'll see a, like a lot of mainstream movies and by towards the end, it starts to be, become like really niche, like independent movies. Mm-hmm. So, but like early on, like a lot of my style comes from watching Steven Spielberg movies. Mm-hmm. Like I think he's the best director, even though people complain that he's mainstream and you know has cliched endings and stuff, and is, you know not terribly inventive, but uh, not so much anymore. But like he invented the blockbuster and everything, and uh, he I I consider him the inventor of contemporary movies because so much of so much of the movies we watch today is the movies we watch today look like his movies. Well, you know, I I think the biggest influence he's had in the last 12, 11, 12 years is a shaky cam because the shaky cam really took off in Saving Private Ryan Mm -hmm. and that style of filmmaking, that gritty style of filmmaking where the camera is always moving. And, and, you know, I I think it's worked to varying degrees. Some movies I don't mind. Like, I think the I like it in the Bourne movies, but sometimes you watch a movie and it has that shaky cam and it's just aggravating Mm -hmm. because they're trying to make it like, you know, Steven Spielberg. And I, I think why he was so successful in Saving Private Ryan is you don't really notice that is shaking, you know, you're just in the moment yeah. of the battle. Yeah, you're right. Like, I can't remember seeing it in, like, Jurassic Park or hmm. uh, anything else before that. I think it was just, it might have been in Schindler's List, too. I don't know. But actually, there's a lot of, mo- like, post-movies prior to that that, um, I think it's the frame rate in that movie. Because I've seen it in earlier movies by other directors, like, just a free roving cam. But it just doesn't have the same impact. Yeah. So I guess however he used it in that movie. Well, that's what I mean. Like it was the most influential movie after that time to have shaky cam, you know. Yeah. But like, even, like with Jaws, basically, which you know was his breakout movie, just the uh, his ability to create suspense and like not really relying on special effects. Really. Well, you know why he also had to do that is he the shark was not working. Yeah. So he had to think of new storytelling techniques. To make it more fascinating, and that had a lot to do with the barrels floating to the top of the water. And yeah, I guess he has used a lot of special effects, as like ET and Jaws was, you know, mechanical. He also says that like Jaws is the worst filming experience he's ever been a part Absolutely. of. Absolutely, didn't it go a hundred days over, like filming? I think it did. Yeah, it was like over budget, way too long, and thank God it paid off. <laughs> yeah. So that was a great movie. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, but yeah, like it's just you know his influence. Like, you can see it in a lot of movies. Yeah, I agree. What's, uh... Well, I probably know the answer to this already, Oh, but I'm sure you do. No, I... What's it, your influential... I... You know, I, my, Sam Raimi's my favorite 
And, I mean, you knew this for a long time. I love Sam Raimi before he became, I don't know if mainstream is the right word, I guess so, with Spider-Man movies. But those are his really only mainstream movies he's made. Yeah, his other stuff was pretty... His other stuff's really independent. Yeah. And, I mean, it started with Evil Dead, and then Evil Dead 2, he really captured his style. And, to me, Sam Raimi's style is really hyper, but it's not that cut, 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 cut. He does leave really long shots. And uh, watching his movies, I always recognize Sam Raimi trademarks. Whether it's Spider-Man 3, Drag Me to Hell, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness. One of his biggest trademarks is, um, if you watch his movies again, is it'll be really quiet. And there'll be long panning shots. And all of a sudden, boom, something happens. In Spider-Man 3, it's where Spider-Man's looking around and uh, Venom's around there. But you don't hear anything. You just hear Spider-Man breathing. And then Venom strikes in... Drag Me to Hell, it's the same thing where this entity is attacking the girl in it, and it's really quiet, and all of a sudden the entity attacks. And he has that uh, camera that's constantly moving, a very inventive filmmaker, and does shots that nobody else does. I, I still believe that. He uh, His eyeball shot from Evil Dead 2 is classic. He kind of redid it in Spider-Man 2. And I, I just really enjoy his work, and if you like his earlier stuff, and he does independent movies, he did a simple plan which is a really slow-moving movie, which is really good. Uh, all the actors in it are really good. He did that baseball movie? He did a baseball movie uh, for the love of the game, which is good, too. It's a really mellow movie with Kevin Costner. Mm -hmm. And he did The Quick and the Dead, which is a Western movie, which has some of the coolest shots in it, too. There's a duel between Russell Crowe and... I forget who the guy he's fighting. But Russell Crowe shoots him in the head, and you see the camera, like, like basically following the bullet, I guess. And it pulls through the head, and there's a big hole in the head, and the body drops. Like the arrow in Army of Darkness. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I mean, that's the same thing. That's like kind of his little... And he, since you recognize that Army of Darkness in Spider-Man 2, it's where Dr. Octopus's tentacles chasing him. Mm -hmm. It's the same shot where he has something staying still in the frame, but the background is whipping by. It's mm -hmm. a, That's a Sam Raimi shot, for sure. And he really suited the Spider-Man universe, where Spider-Man's swinging through the canyons because... He invented the camera for that called uh, Swing Cam. Yeah. So he's a really inventive director, and I like his storytelling pace because he really doesn't go slow. He has some movies that are slow, but he's very good and very technical, and he's always funny. I always like that he always tells jokes, and he's really funny on commentaries. And he always has a good time, and he just loves making movies. And I think that goes back to even Steven Spielberg. He's made so many movies, and he's made movies that are important to him, Schindler's List, Amistad. But at the same time, he can go back to an Indiana Jones Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which a lot of people don't like, but I still think it's a fun movie, mm. and he still has fun with it, and I, I think that's a tribute to him as a director, and you can say he's mainstream or whatever, but his movies are entertaining. You know, like, people just look at the big budget stuff, but he's got a lot of, you know, smaller movies like Munich. Um, Munich's great. Terminal was good. And if you want to know how great I love Munich, listen to our uh, commentary where I don't say anything for two hours. <laughs> Catch me if you can. Um, what else? He's kind of slowed down after, like, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but uh, yeah. well, I'm he, not even sure what he's working on right now. You know, the thing I thought was impressive when he made War of the Worlds, he shot that movie in three months. Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> and that's, a, that's a cool movie. It's a big-budget movie. It's a cool movie. Yeah. So, yeah. What's, what is he doing next, do you know? I don't know. I've been wondering that myself. I is guess he doing the Abe Lincoln movie? I think so, and I think, uh, like, I haven't seen anything for it. but I, I know he's already cast that. Liam Neeson for Abe Lincoln. Yeah, and I think he's working on The Adventures of Tintin. And oh, that's right. Pegs in it. That's what he is working on next. Yeah. So, Big budget. I don't know if it's, like, full CGI animated or... I don't know what he's doing. I hope he doesn't pull that's uh, one of those Zemeckis Roberts, yeah. and goes, the like, ne next three movies are all CGI. Was Zemeckis' last live-action movie The Frighteners? I no, that's that Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. No, his last live-action was, like... Uh, I think What Lies Beneath, maybe? Yeah, I think it is. What Lies Beneath. Which is a cool movie. Yeah. But it might have been something else. It can't be... Like, that's from 98. Yeah, but I mean... Those like, those animated movies, though, take a long time to make. When did Polar Express come out? 2002? Probably. And then he did Beowulf. Beowulf. And, and then, then Christmas Carol. Yeah, those last his last three movies. I know that. He needs to get back into the live-action game, though. Yep, I agree. But, like, now, like, more... Like, I used to be influenced heavily by Spielberg, but now I, like, look more like Wes Anderson... 
really. My problem with so. independent movies is they're too independent. And I don't like that feeling to them where they're... They're too quirky. They're too quirky. Like, they're independent for the sake of being independent. Like, look what I can do. Because <laughs> I'm independent, so I can... Look how different we are. Yeah, so that's my problem with some independent movies. Like, I love Wes Anderson. Mm. I mean, The Royal Tenenbaums and Steve Zizou and stuff like that. I'm just drooling for Fantastic Mr. Fox yeah, right now. So, I, you know, I enjoy movies like that a lot. But, you know, it's hard for me. I don't know. Some independent movies, I just hate... When I watch a movie, I'm like, independent movie. <laughs> you know, I, I like I like pickups like, you know, uh, Shaun of the Dead was an independent movie. and stuff. I like stuff like that. Like, I don't, I don't know, I just can't get, I like independent movies. I'm not sitting here saying that I hate them. And, well, there's a lot, it's, it's really hit and miss. Like, there's a lot of bad ones because they're just so weird. And then there's, you know, there's good ones like Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, you know, I, that's my biggest problem with independent movies is it's like, hey, look how quirky and weird we are. Like, Wes Anderson can get away with it because he's a great writer. And his writing is top-notch and he makes characters where you know in the royal tenenbaums all the characters are goofy but you know you have great lines like uh all those characters are just like really eccentric yeah you know? where you know luke wilson's leaving the hospital and bill murray says oh he looks good for a suicide you know like <laughs> stupid lines like that i think are classic but I, i'm trying to think of a movie that's a perfect example of it i can't come up with one but you probably have, have it in there one? yeah i guess we'll find one if we yeah let's get to that flip through this book, so yeah i have there's like i don't know 40 per year? I think I've about averaged 40 ticket stubs per year, so... Nice. Since I've been doing it since 98, how much is that, Ryan? 98, so that's 11 years. 11 times 40? It's 444. 444 tickets in here, possibly. Right on, well, let's let's start from the beginning, sir. Yeah. And we're going to 1997, when me and Brad were both still in high school. Yes, and ticket prices were 550 for students. <laughs> um, I think you have some in there that's like 425, though. Yeah, well, it's probably matinee. But Bargain. still. Yeah. So let's go this faded one, which I can barely read. I believe it's Star Trek First Contact. I'm guessing you didn't see it. I have not seen Star Trek First Contact. Yeah, and you should. That'll probably be a review one. Uh, but yeah, we recorded that Star Trek Six, and yeah. the computer crashed. and For some reason, didn't record the audio. Yeah. Like we it's... were 10 minutes away from finishing the movie, too. Yep. So we'll get back to that one someday. I'll probably just show you Star Trek Two next, because that's the most popular, and you should see it. Oh, okay. Anyway, my next ticket is Bean. Bean? The movie. You know, I have not seen Bean either. Mr. Bean? Yeah, and, and looking back, Brad, what is your... Now, do you still like that movie? Um, well, I, I like Mr. Bean's Holiday more, which I have a ticket for later. <laughs> uh, but the original Bean, I was just uh, disappointed because it was so... It seemed so Americanized. Because the original is British, the show. Or the uh, little miniseries. So it had like, you know, he, he felt like a secondary character because there was this whole like main plot where he was like living with this American family in LA and I haven't seen it in a long time, so I can't remember. Don't you have the, the DVD? Details. No. Oh, I thought you did. I have Mr. Bean's Holiday, but I don't have original Bean because they bundled it with Johnny English. So and I don't want Johnny English. <laughs> really? Does it have the Weird Al song in it? What? Oh no, that's Johnny Be Cool. No, that's Johnny Dangerously. With Michael Keaton. Oh, yeah. This is the life. Yeah, this is the life. No. John English. I have a ticket for that, too. But anyway. Um, yeah, it just didn't feel like the show. And that's uh, actually, like, on the commentary for Mr. Bean's Holiday. They talk about how disappointing it was because it didn't seem like um, a Mr. Bean movie. It just seemed like this Hollywood version of Mr. Bean. So Gotcha. The, the second one feels much more like a Mr. Bean movie. So anyway. Um... I mean, it's it's all right. It's just not great. Then uh, the next, I actually have duplicates here too because I see a lot of repeat movies too. But so I have like Empire Strikes Back, Special Edition. You know, uh, they they get a lot of flack, but I mean, you really can't still take away for how good the movies are. Mm -hmm. I don't think, anyways. I I think Empire Strikes Back is one of the greatest movies of all time, and I, I, I always like movies where bad guys win. And in that one, I mean, the it's ultimate drama. <laughs> the ultimate bad guy wins. It's called a plot. The yeah. the the best. Bad guy, maybe the greatest bad guy in movie history wins. Debatable, but you know, I, 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 I have a hard time thinking of a, a villain that has more cinematic impact than Darth Vader, maybe Dracula, but he's so overdone now, Dracula in a bad way, Twilight, that, uh, <laughs> you know, it's. I, I don't know. And I guess I can't judge Twilight because I've never seen it, but, anyways. Um... Love me some Empire. Absolutely. Even, you know, it's still the same movie, it just has a different look to it. Yeah, I still think it's a good movie. I, ha I have the DVDs, I can not, what am, who am I to say I'm better than anybody else? 
Um, and then, of course, the other two tickets I have are Star Wars Special Edition and Return of the and Jedi. Of course, and Return of the Jedi is the biggest one where people had a problem with with the change at the end. Yeah, I, as, actually, I like the original uh, Ewok music. I don't think the little mm-hmm. mellow, pure moods chanting thing that they added was. You know what? You I should... like like looking at Coruscant and stuff. And you should search Ewoks on the Today Show on YouTube. That just happened recently, and there's this one Ewok that the guy dressed up as Ewok. I swear was drunk. And he was, like, humping um, Al Roker's leg and stuff. It's the funniest fucking thing you'll ever see. And he's, like, moonwalking across the set. Nice. So make sure you look that up. It's really funny. Is it a midget dressed up as yep. a Ewok? Nice. Yep. I mean... Little dwarf. person. <laughs> Little person. Uh, and then... I guess those are from... Yeah, those are all from 97. Actually. So, yeah, but, you know, I'd put the Star Wars trilogy as maybe one of the greatest. Absolutely. The original. The original. Well, <laughs> the last three, yeah. which are actually the first three. Yeah. The original Star Wars and then the last ticket I have from 97 is Men in Black, which is a great movie. It is a good movie. I, I haven't seen that, that movie so in a long time. Yeah. I, I remember... I do have it on Blu-ray. When I liked Will Smith, and that was one of the times I liked him. <laughs> Actually, uh, the last, the first Will Smith movie I think I saw was Independence Day, which is from 96, which I don't have tickets for, but I know I saw Independence Day. In Independence Day is a good one. It has Brent Spiner in it, his data. Star Trek. That's correct. I didn't realize that until, like months after i saw the movie people were like yeah brent spiner was in it i was like "Ooh, who did he play he was the scientist like oh my god frick like that's how different he looks without yellow contacts and pale skin and he's in a lot of movies he is in shows too um and i guess oh what's moving Uh, on this is a new year now right yeah so that's all i had for 97 i don't have any for 98 really no okay sorry I'm looking at Blues Brothers 2000. I'm thinking it's 2000. No. Okay, 98. I've got Mulan. So, I think Disney's it's above Mulan. average Disney movie. Just kind of like a repeat formula of the stuff they've yeah. been doing. Yeah, I do like good. I like the take that they do Asian culture, though. Remember when there's the whole controversy if, about like, it was promoting cross-dressing? And... Yeah. That's stupid. You know, the only reason they get flack is because they're Disney. Exactly. You know, money. Kevin Smith touches on that in his Dogma uh, commentary that originally it was being released by... Uh, Miramax, which is a subdivision of Disney, which is run by Jewish people. So they're like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. And then as soon as Lionsgate did, they're like, man, who cares anymore? Lionsgate did Dogma? Yeah, they released it in theaters. Look at your uh, DVD. It's at Lionsgate. Well, I have a ticket for it in here. Yeah. This one is just like Universal or something. Nope. Huh. Anyway. Uh, Saving Private Ryan, which we kind of touched on already. Fucking love that movie. That's one of my top 100 movies. Absolutely. Good movie. Um, trying to read this one because a lot of these old ones are faded. Rush Hour. Rush Hour is a good movie too. Yeah. You know, it's, it's when Chris Tucker was funny and <laughs> Jackie Chan. Uh, still to this day, I think is an amazing performer. What happens when <laughs> an LA <laughs> black LA cop meets <laughs> when East meets West? <laughs> the fastest mouth in the West. I think it was that one of the taglines. Yeah, something like that. Fastest fist in the East or something. I actually like the sequel better. Rush Hour 2, I think so. I think Rush Hour 2 yeah. is better as well. It seems uh, more solid. I don't know. I guess we'll get to that. Um, Waterboy. You know, oh. of all the Adam Sandler movies... The oh, Waterboy. Um, it's actually... I think it's his highest grossing movie, actually. I think it made like $280 million. It's an okay movie. When I first saw it in theaters, like, I didn't... Like, I thought it was okay. It didn't really capture my imagination. But, like, just watching it on TV and stuff and, like, yeah. with friends... Like, it's growing on me. I still laugh every time Henry Winkler pulls down his pants and he has a tattoo on his ass. <laughs> Makes me laugh every time. Do you think that's real or just in uh, there for the movie? I'm sure it's in there for the movie. Uh, next, I have A Bug's Life. Fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong, is there wrong a with bad Pixar. Pixar movie? People would say Bug's Life is the bad Pixar movie. Really? I, I think I've it's... heard Cars is their worst one. I haven't seen Cars. I've seen Cars. It's. I mean, it's, I wouldn't say it's... But, I mean, on come on. You're saying the, sir, the, the worst Pixar movie? It's like, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even know how to compare that. It's like an A minus among A's. Yeah. You know? So, uh, then I have Star Trek. Uh, it's cut off, but I know it's um, Insurrection, Star Trek Insurrection. The third oh, that one. Movie. I haven't seen it. Yeah, you haven't seen it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's like the weakest of the next generation movies. It's, you know, t- to me, toe to toe with uh, Nemesis as being weak. But most people think all the movies except for First Contact are not good. So next I have Patch Adams. Not a big fan. 
Even though Rod Stewart contributed the theme song to Patch Adams. <laughs> I know, Faith of the Heart. It's uh, actually the theme song to uh, Star Trek Enterprise. Faith of the, the Heart? Yeah. It's not the Rod Stewart version, is it? It's some other person's song. I was going to say, there's no way they're going to pay yeah. Rod Stewart for that. But it's not a Rod Stewart song. It's written no. by someone else. Yeah, it's some chick who wrote it. Yeah. But it sounds like Rod Stewart in the show. Does it really? Yeah. Because I remember like it premiered, and I was like, God, that sounds familiar. Who is that? <laughs> so. Then I figured out like years later. But, so, uh, but all you remember is that like it had a huge, uh, like it had that <laughs> gynecology joke where yeah, he built no, the legs my, in front of the door. My cousin really likes that movie. I'm not a big fan of it. I don't know. Some Robin Williams movies I love. And other ones, I'm, I'm just not a fan. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it since, I think it was Christmas Day. If the DVD had the Rod Stewart video on it, I'd get the yep, DVD. Christmas Day. <laughs> but I don't think you made a video for it. Uh, next I have Ronin. With Robert That's De Niro. Awesome that is a good movie. Probably one of the best car chases. Oh, hands down. Before the Bourne movies, I think. At this time, it was five fifty for students. Student price. Then I have the X-Files movie. Really? Were you a fan of X-Files? I wasn't a fan, but like Roger was. So obviously I tagged along. Yeah, you know, I saw that movie too. It's okay. Like, I, I don't know. I think you might have to be a fan to really appreciate it, but... That's what I was thinking, like watching it. I was yeah. Like, this just seemed like a movie. Like, I just didn't get what was really... But I always heard that they're, it's a really good show, and when the DVDs for the show for a season are 10 bucks, I will watch it, I promise. I know, why don't they make this cheaper? Because I know, they're still like still 60 bucks. Them. Yeah, they even condensed them. Like, yep. they used to be, like, bigger sets. Yep. Oh, well. I guess you just download them for free. Yeah. Um, then I have Tomorrow Never Dies. I thought it was a good movie when it came out, but yeah, he... when you, after you see Casino Royale, you're yeah. just like... Well... You know, it's I don't know. It's I think that's when the Bond movie started petering out, though. Before Casino Royale. Yeah. Um, next I have The Mask of Zorro, which was cool. Yeah, you know it's not a bad movie. I you know, saw The Legend of Zorro. Yeah, uh, the stunts in it are cool. It's, it's actually uh, the guy who directed uh, Mask of Zorro directed Goldeneye, so. Really? Yeah. You know, I don't think it's a bad movie at all. And Casino Royale. Um, next I have, uh, Blues Brothers 2000. Yep, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I don't remember most, I haven't seen it since 2000, or 98. <laughs> and then I saw it for 425, so. <laughs> Adult price was 425. Student was 550. What happened? <laughs> Alright. Next we have the year 1999. Wait, what? 98 yeah 99 okay sorry galaxy quest good movie good movie funny movie yeah you know i, I always wondered if you like that movie because you know they kind of make fun of star trek in it yeah and i'm you know i'm wondering if you get all the jokes because you haven't well i don't it. i i think it's a funny movie and i you know justin long's in it again i always have this thing where you're like do you like who doesn't you know you think like you wouldn't like justin long but he's always funny and he's in good movies i'm like now that he's popular i was like i couldn't remember where i'd seen him before and now i know it's galaxy quest yep He's really young in Galaxy Quest, oh, yeah. though. Playing a nerd. Yep. Typecast. <laughs> uh, Bicentennial Man. Not a fan. No? A lot of people like that movie, though. I'm not a fan of it, though. It's alright. It was cool at the time. It was like, I don't know, at that time they had a lot of those, like... Just, like, aging... Like, stories about just, like, aging through time. You know, like, Forrest Gump or you know, yeah. something. Like, they're, they're that style of movie of just, like, a person living through... A lot of history, mm -hmm. um, but this time Robin Williams is a robot. <laughs> yes, I'm a robot. Yeah, robot. <laughs> it was really kind of sad because, like, towards the end, you know, he had outlived everybody. Spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen Bicentennial Man or can even find it anymore for two bucks <laughs> on sale at in some bin somewhere. <laughs> No, it actually made me think, like, how, like, I would never want to live forever because, like, unless everyone else could live forever with me because, you know, you just watch yep. people die off all the time. That's true. It sucks. Um, that's what I got from that movie. <laughs> Stuart Little. I still think it's a good movie. Michael and J. I love Fox Michael J. Fox. Voices. Yeah. I haven't seen it since then, but I remember being... That's a good movie. Yeah. It's got a house in it. Hugh Laurie. No, I've never watched House. Oh. I watched it actually for the first time yesterday because Laura's roommate had it on, and I don't think the show's good. Oh, all I've seen is the promos. <laughs> and he always seems like witty and sarcastic, and but I never get to watch the show. 
one of the promos I just saw recently is, Will House save an evil dictator? And then it cuts him going, I don't know about that. I'm like, that's the worst cut promo ever. So Katie's a fan of House? Yes. Good to know. Toy Story. <laughs> that came out in 99? Oh, it's probably Toy Story 2. I was going to say. <laughs> Toy Story 2, fantastic movie. Absolutely. It's one of the few time sequels are good. Oh, yeah. Again, Pixar, come on. And Toy Story 3 comes out in half a year. Yep, can't wait. Excited. Um, end of days. Again, you know, I don't think it's that bad, but seriously, the devil's having trouble to kill Arnold Schwarzenegger when he's, like, blowing things up, and I do like when Gabriel Byrne comes out of the bathroom and whips that chick's tit out and starts making out with her in the <laughs> restaurant, though. That's kind of cool. And sleeps with that mom and her daughter. Yep. But yeah, the best line in that is when um, the devil comes to Schwarzenegger because Schwarzenegger knows where the chick that he needs to impregnate is or something, and uh, he's, he's threatening Schwarzenegger and Schwarzenegger says, "I'm a you're a fucking choir boy compared to me, a fucking choir boy." I just love that line. Uh, so yeah, it's an okay movie. I like Schwarzenegger, so I, I, I dig it. And it's a darker yeah. role that he usually played, and he has a great acting. He acts really well in it. You need to stop governing and be in movies. Totally. Um, <laughs> Sleepy Hollow. Again, you, you're a Tim Burton fan. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want to say too much because my girlfriend likes Tim Burton, but I like Tim Burton, Laura. You know, the thing I have, always have a problem with Tim Burton, I think some of his movies are really good. But sometimes I think he's so full of himself. He's like, look at these cool things I can make. Eh, I'm Tim Burton. I'm kooky. I like him when, he's, when he is being weird. Like when he's trying to be normal. Uh, other than like, Wood. Like name a uh, name. Uh, Ed Wood's a fantastic movie, but name. Like I like when he's doing Edward Scissorhands. I like when he's See, doing Be- uh, Beetlejuice. I like when he's doing Pee-wee's Big Adventure. See, I think... Be- uh, Beetlejuice and Edward Scissorhands are two of the most overrated movies that have ever been made. I think. Well, the thing that makes Beetlejuice is Michael Keaton's performance. Well, yeah, exactly. But see, the problem with Beetlejuice is he's only in it for like ten minutes. So when he, you know, that he, is true. I was disappointed because I recently watched it. I, was I like, told you, and like so, he, he, but yeah, Michael Keaton sucks you in. I mean, what other movies rated PG? And he's like, hey, nice fucking model. <laughs> yeah. Like that's one of the best lines in movies ever. But then it drags for forty-five minutes because he doesn't come back. And then the end is good because he's in it and he's raising hell mm-hmm. but see that's my problem with Tim Burton and again Johnny Depp is a great actor and Sleepy Hollow is a grisly movie you know me I love gratuitous violence mm-hmm. but I don't know it's just and then it's always he's always finding parts for his fucking wife in him and <laughs> yeah. that's all I have to say about that <laughs> but I do I do like and I don't like the fact that everyone calls you know those that Nightmare Before Christmas Tim Burton's Nightmare he produced it yeah it's and his he gets, character designs, his and he, idea. Yeah, but, and he gets all the credit for it, but like the real genius behind the movie is a guy who doesn't get credit. Yeah. Henry Selleck. Yep, Henry there Selleck. You there's your credit. Yeah, there you go. And uh, Coraline. You know, so he... James and the Giant Peach. Exactly. And he makes fantastic movies. And that's my biggest... I don't know. But I... He I, did direct Corpse Bride. He did direct Corpse Bride. And, so. and Corpse Bride's an, it's an okay movie. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I, lo- <laughs> I, I love Corpse Bride. <laughs> Oh, oops. It's like a uh, Coast to Coast Big Mouth right now. Yeah. No, you know, she knows. I, I, I like Tim Burton. I like Sweeney Todd a lot. I like Sweeney Todd because it's really stylistic, and the gore in it is, like, so over the top that it really fits the musical that they're doing. And again, Johnny Depp is just a great actor, so I'll see anything that he's in, but I don't know. I'm okay. I, I think Tim Burton's okay. I'm not sold on him like everybody else, like the emo kids. <laughs> um, that was a lot of sleep on, well, not really on Sleepy Hollow, but... I like Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing it's The World Is Not Enough. Is that the one with Halle Berry? No. It's the one with... Oh, that's Die Another Day. Yeah. The World Is Not Enough is with... uh... I can't remember. The Asian Girl. Uh, It's got Denise Richards in it. Yeah, it's named Christmas. Christmas Jones? I don't know. Yeah. That's how much we like that movie. Yeah. (laughs) The DVD menu was cool. (laughs) (laughs) Next... (laughs) Oh, God. Pokemon. Pikachu! You know, I saw that movie, too, in the theater, because my little brother Cody loved Pokemon. And I saw it with our friend Brandon, and they had that little cartoon before, and it was, Pika! Squirt, squirtle, squirt! Charizard! Like, for the whole movie. And I said, Brandon, better not be an hour or half of this. And guess what? It, it is. Yeah. can't believe we saw that movie in the theater like we, like we did. I went just to see Pikachu, and the only, like... Amazing scene was when he's slapping himself. Over oh yeah, head. that is funny. I forgot about that. <laughs> it goes on for like five minutes. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie like, since sh- I took my little brother. So, yeah. uh, Superstar. Oh, 
Will Ferrell's like first movie. Exactly. No, I sure he's done stuff before that. It's like his first SNL movie. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't remember it, so we'll get yep. to pass. I know it stars as a Saturday Night Live skit. I saw it in Theater 5 <laughs> at 8.35 p.m. on October 16th, 1999. <laughs> Alright, The Sixth Sense. Fantastic movie. It's, it's a great movie. That's all you can say about it. Bruce Willis is great in it. Haley Joel Osment is good in it. Have you seen he's got a sister doing like CDs? No. Music? Is a music CD out? I don't know anything. Mm. I know he's good in that movie. The Sixth Sense, uh, not my favorite M. Night Shyamalan. My, not mine either, but I think it's a good movie. I remember sitting there going like in that first scene where he's like, I think he's sitting in a chair talking to the kid or something. I'm like, he's dead, isn't he? And yeah, then, you like, know, by the end of the movie, I wasn't as surprised there. As yeah, well, there, there's lots of hints in there because even when he's in the hospital, um, you know, the little boy says they don't know that they're dead, and obviously Bruce Willis didn't know that he was dead. And I kept like watching scenes where Spoiler. his mother wasn't acknowledging his existence, and I was like, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, <laughs> like she's not really talking to him. So anyway, yeah, Sixth Sense, good movie, yeah, good movie. Not as highly rated as other people. I agree. Say, um, Mystery Men. Better than. It gets credit for, mm-hmm. but early Dane Cook, early Dane Cook, early Waffle Ben Man, Stiller, early Ben Stiller, uh, William H Macy's funny in it. Yeah, you know, it, it's better than people give it credit for. I think it's a little long, but I think it's okay. Like I love that Greg Kinnear plays a superhero that has advertisements all over him. <laughs> yeah, I, I think if uh, it, it was ahead of its time, like I think so too, because superhero movies didn't really like the big budget ones. Yeah, didn't hit I yet, agree. So if and kind out, of um, self. Like, kind of poking fun at itself. Mm. I think so, too. I think if it came out a couple years later, it'd be bigger. It is based on the comic books. So. It is. Dark Horse. Oh, here we go. You'll like this one. I have a ticket for the Blair Witch Project. Fuck. <laughs> Stupidest movie ever made. <laughs> Review done. I saw it at 11 p.m. for 5.75. And I walked out I going, threw the map in the water! Why the fuck did you do that? Don't fucking yell at me! You fucking threw the map in the water! Don't fucking yell at me! I give you threw the fucking map in the water! Don't fucking yell at me! I haven't seen it since I saw it there. I have not seen it since it came out either, but I remember that's what they're arguing about at one point. Put it out of my mind. The Haunting. With Liam Neeson and Owen Wilson. And Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson loses his head in it. Yeah. Lots of good acting. Um, That's a ghost house. Not a ghost house. That's the Sam Raimi one. That's uh, the Dark Castle movies. Mm. Um... That they're making, because William Castle used to make movies like that, and it's very loud, and not very good. Yeah, all I remember is, yeah, Owen Wilson, that, that, that was the shockingest part, was Owen Wilson getting his head knocked off. Yep. Catherine Zeta-Jones is in it, too. Mm-hmm. Is it Zeta, or is that a... I don't know. It's whatever you She's want hot, it to be. <laughs> but not as hot as Laura. <laughs> Muppets in Space. I like the Muppet movies, I really do. I haven't... Uh... Like but, I, I like the old ones, but I don't really remember this one at all. It's okay. Gonzo goes back home. Yeah, Gon- it turns out Gonzo's an alien. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Which, I don't know. I, don't, I think I don't, it's in the trailer, isn't it? I don't know if I buy that. Like, I think he should just be a... Just a weird-looking felt. felt. <laughs> 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 Wild Wild West. Shit. Next. <laughs> Giant mechanical fucking spider. <laughs> it, it, again, that's where I think Will Smith started losing me. I saw it on, um, like, HD Comcast TV, mm-hmm. like a movie channel, and the special effects are amazing, uh, and, like, all the character designs are quirky, but it wasn't weird enough for me, and the dialogue is horrendous. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, the lines it, and it just, motivation make no sense. Absolutely. In, in the, you know it, Kevin Klein's playing himself and the president in that movie? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Like, well, they couldn't get another actor? I guess they're just trying to be him? different. It's just, I don't know. It's just It's where I don't like Will Smith. Those kind of movies. Uh, Big Daddy. Good Adam Sandler movie. Mm-hmm. I think I have, I have multiple ticket stubs for that one. I um, liked it. Tarzan? Disney's Tarzan? It's good. Good. I mean, you really can't say anything about Tarzan. Everyone knows the story, so... Yeah. It's how well they animate it, how well it's acted, and the music in it I know you like. It's Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much why I went to see it. Uh, I'm guessing this is Austin Powers' The Spy Who Shagged Me. 98, yep. 99. 99, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't really a fan of Austin Powers prior to that, but that movie's really funny. You know, you watch the first one again, 
and it's way different because I don't think I watched the first one like all of it. After the first one, um, Doctor Evil became like the big character, and then he just started making him more prominent. And I, I like the Austin, Austin Power movies, and your favorite director makes a cameo in the third one. Mm-hmm. So I think they're funny. I really do. Um, the Thirteenth Floor. I don't remember that movie. Yeah, I uh, I just bought it because it was like just so obscure. Yeah, uh, I wanted to like re-experience it because when I saw it, it was just like like I hadn't really seen it. What like, actors adult, in that movie? Adult I... mo- movies before then, huh? There's an actor in that movie that's good. I forget. Uh, Craig Bierko and what's her name? Gretchen Maul. Oh, and then there's that Armin Mueller Shaw guy. Yeah. Stahl. He's always like a Jewish guy in yep. movies. Um. But yeah, I rewatched it. It's just weird and hard to follow. Hmm. I don't remember it. I fell asleep in it. I don't remember. I watched it. it once. I don't remember it. Yeah. It's just about this, like these guys who program this world on this first floor, and of course, you know, it's a world inside a world thing by yeah. the end. So. Um. A Midsummer Night's Dream. Um. That's with Michelle Pfeiffer, and that's all I remember from it. And a whole bunch of other people who I'm surprised. But we did that play in high school. I remember that's why we went and saw it. Yeah. Uh, the Mummy. The Mummy, I think, is actually really good. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's uh, not. I wouldn't call it a horror movie, but I call it an action adventure movie, and it had a cool feel to it, and there was cool special effects, and I enjoyed it. You know, I don't have a think I have a ticket for, but it came out at the same time was uh, Shadow of the Vampire. A great movie. Yeah, that's a horror movie. Yeah, it is. It's a great movie. Um, Willem yeah. Dafoe, fantastic. Absolutely. But actually, I like The Mummy Returns more than the first movie. Really? Yeah, they're close. And obviously, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor is just a steep oh, drop fuck. in when, quality. When we get to that in ten years, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about it. Yeah, ten years later, it's crazy. Uh, Entrapment, another Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. And Sean Connery. Uh, Lost and Found, David Spade. You know, I actually like that movie, too. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it since then. I think it's fine. I like David Spade. I like his smart-ass style of comedy. Um, oh, classic, The Matrix. The Matrix, for its time, was a f- such a phenomenal movie. Absolutely phenomenal. I remember seeing that in the theater, and I'm like, So you think it's wow. not as impressive now? No, I still think it's a great movie now. I yeah. really do. I, I think... Some people say it's diminished because of the sequel. You know, I don't think so. I, I still don't think it takes away the impact of that movie. Yeah, it's, I think it stands alone. I mean, not only was it special effects-wise, I mean, they use it in the fucking House of the Dead. They use that bullet time. Mm-hmm. I remember every movie that came out after that had some sort of bullet time. Even parodies. Were, Even yeah, parodies. Yeah. And they, I still think it's a fantastic movie. Absolutely. It's uh, going to be on sale for twelve ninety nine on Blu-ray on uh, Black Friday. Nice. Maybe I have to get that one. I'm wondering if they're saying that's like the keep case one or the uh, the book edition. And I want the book edition because it has the pages in, hmm. in the case. I do not know. Nerd alert. Totally. October Sky. Meh. It's like an indie movie from back then. Me and Brandon always laugh at the uh, cover art. Is Tobey Maguire in that? I think it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Because on the cover, they both have their like mouths like, gaped open, him and Laura <laughs> Dern. and That makes me laugh every time. Cruel Intentions? I saw that. I actually think it's not a bad movie. It's different, and it's Taming of the Shrew. I don't remember it at all. And it has Buffy in it. Of course I've seen it. Buffy being Sarah Michelle Gellar. Um, I think her husband's in the next one, Wing Commander. I have not seen that movie. Yeah, enough said. Terrible. <laughs> You're uh, you probably turn that off. So it doesn't. I keep getting distracted because his TV's on, but it's silent. <laughs> so just like moving stuff, I had distraction. <laughs> yeah, like you. You play the games and you have Mark Hamill and like these tiger characters in space. Uh, then you watch the Wing Commander movie and it's just got like, uh, what's that guy? Um, Do you know he's been married to Sarah Michelle Gellar for like seven years? What's his name? Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, it's Freddie Prince Jr. And what's his, like, he was always like co starring with that other guy. What's his name? Damn it. Blonde guy. Damn it. Anyway, but yeah, just Wing Commander terrible. Nothing like the game. Um, analyze this. Good movie. Yeah, good movie. Second one, not so much. No, the second one's terrible, but the first one's really good. Yeah. Um, office Space? 
Classic. Classic. That's uh, amazing that you have a ticket for that in the theater. Yeah. You don't? You didn't see it in the theater? I did not. Oh. Uh, 8mm. I just remember coming out being like, dis- well, not really disappointed because I didn't have any expectations going in. Who? What? Where? Just like... Snuff film. And Joel Schumacher, so it's weird. Yeah, it was just weird. and It didn't make you feel interested or... I was just like, what the frick is going... I'm like, impressed that we remember all this stuff from these movies, the directors and actors. Yeah, Go this, us. Like, at this time, I, you know, we have a movie theater right by our high school, so, like, every weekend we just go see whatever yeah, came totally. out. So there was no, like, anticipation for, like, oh, it's, you know... You never waited for anything big. You just went and saw everything. Yep, so. I agree. I, I, I'm still that way if I can be. Like, if Amy Lee came out now, I'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, now I go see movies that I want to see, you know, because it's, you know, they're expensive. And, yep. My favorite Martian. I think I went to see this because Christopher Lloyd was in it. I think I've seen it because Elizabeth Hurley's in it, correct? I don't remember. Yeah, she isn't. Oh, she's so beautiful. Nice. That's all I remember from that movie. Payback. I saw that a couple times. Fucking awesome movie. That is good. <laughs> Despite Mel Gibson's recent craziness. Absolutely. That was an awesome movie. I saw it multiple times, yeah. The, uh, the, there's a... Of course, now on DVD, you can only get the director's cut, which is not... Um, the thing is, the director had his... There's the director's cut. And then the uh, Mel Gibson and all the producers didn't like it. So they changed the ending and made Mel Gibson more heroic, and they made, like, like they put more explosions in the end, you know, classic. So, uh, yeah, I, I got the, especially the director's cut on HD DVD, and it's just, like, the end just, like, it just, it just kind of oh. ends. Like, there's no climax. It's just kind of... And Lucy Liu beats the shit out of people in it. Mm-hmm. Asian hooker. Maria Bella's in it, your favorite mummy character. Absolutely. I actually thought she'd make a good, um, Sam S. Aran. She would be. You see her bush in but I hope they A History of Violence. Fuck it up, huh? <laughs> totally nude in A History of Violence. Nice. It's a great movie. A Civil Action. John Travolta. Yeah, as lawyer. I say, it's John Travolta. Actually, I like that movie. It's good. I saw it. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it since, but... Yeah. And I guess it's a Star Trek. That ticket should be in another spot, I guess. Oops. Uh, another Travolta, General's Daughter. I like that one, too. Like it's, it's like a crime drama. All I can remember is that naked chick lying on the ground. Yep. Yeah. Remember the poster art? John Travolta is on the front saluting. The font for the the logos agency. Cool. <laughs> Next. South Park. Fantastic movie. movie. Absolutely. I but although when I saw it in the theater, it was so over the top, shocking, that I almost was turned off by it. Really? Yeah. But That's so crazy. I got over it. Yeah, because that movie's brilliant. fantastic. Yeah. I guess I just, I, you know, being younger, I expected it to be like the show, and I didn't expect them to go as far. Well, I, and I swear, it, in the theater, there was a scene where they're Satan and um, Saddam Hussein are in bed, and he whips out that giant cock. Yeah, it's in the movie. Around. I haven't seen it on the DVD. Yeah, watch the DVD, and it's definitely in it. Ah, oh, come on, guy! <laughs> I don't think it's on the DVD. It is. Yeah. Um, I just did a great Saddam Hussein from <laughs> South Park. Can't even say anything. It sounded all right. Fucker! <laughs> Double Jeopardy. Oh, Tommy Lee Jones and uh, Ashley Judd, right? I think it's Morgan Freeman. Morgan, no. Uh... <laughs> Why is it Tommy Lee Jones? Well, it's got Ashley Judd in it, I guess. Oh, Morgan Freeman might be right. I don't know. I don't remember it. <laughs> I don't remember it either. Obviously, we were both it was really, a crime drama. really moved by the movie. Yeah. Classic Dogma. Dogma, fantastic movie. Yeah. Ben Affleck, great in the movie. When is Ben Affleck going to start getting some love for being funny? <laughs> uh, Matt Damon, great in it. Everybody's yeah. great in it. Um, Man on the Moon? That's an okay movie. I didn't like it when it came out. Uh, uh, I've, I've been trying to see it since then to see if maybe, like, I'm older, I get it more, but... Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I, I don't... I, I've seen it since it came out. I haven't really had it. I actually went with my mom to see that. I don't have an urge to see it again, though. I'd rather just watch a documentary with Andy Kaufman in it, yeah. I think. Um, oh, I have a bunch of tickets for Star Wars Episode One. Right I'm really, page. really disappointed in you. Actually, you know, I, I've said this <laughs> before. Over, I think. Um, 
episode one's a lot better when you remove the hype from it. And if they could remove Jar Jar Binks, it'd be fantastic. Yeah, take out Jar Jar Binks and because the, the pod race is sweet. Oh, one of the best scenes ever. In a if movie. you watch in the theater, the sound design in that is just amazing. And then the actual the the lightsaber battle. Oh yeah. The dual oh. saber battle with Darth Maul. Yeah, you know, I think it's one of the biggest mistakes they killed Darth Maul in the first one. Absolutely. Like watching it the first time, I was just like, what a waste. Yep. Like that's it. So he's he's like he's, he should have been like the Darth Vader of that trilogy. He should have been. But. They had another one. He was a wimpier, or they should have had boringer. Anakin in the second one kill him. Yeah. To like show that he's moving up, and now they need a another one, an apprentice to the Sith Lord. Um. Then I have a ticket for the Bone Collector. Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. Angelina Jolie. Good movie, actually. Any movie. I like Denzel Washington a lot. I think he's a great actor. Yeah, I don't really remember a lot from that movie. I know Denzel Washington was paralyzed because he was digging for something and rocks fell on him. Really? Yeah. Paralyzed where? Legs? Yeah. He couldn't get out of bed. Wow. Remember? Great and Glory. Uh, I don't have a ticket for that one because it was 1980-something. 1980, 1980 um, uh, what does this say? I have another ticket stub for Stuart Little, so that must have come out in December and rolled over into January <laughs> of 2000. The Grinch. Meh. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't understand. Like, I didn't think the Grinch needed a backstory. I didn't think so either. He can just start out being a jerk and end being a jerk, and totally. I don't know why. So, like, he has like a love interest story behind it. Yeah. Pointless. Is it's there for the adults, but I mean, why make it that movie for adults? I don't know. Uh, gosh, what is this? Perfect Blue. Uh, must, I got Midnight Movie tickets in here, so they're like old movies that came out. You haven't seen Perfect Blue? Uh-huh. It's an anime. Uh, X, another anime. So we'll just gloss over those. I like Perfect Blue. X, not so much. Makes me fall asleep. Uh, Galaxy Quest, I guess I saw again. Scream 3. You know, I, I, I'm a big fan of the first one. Um, really clever at the time. Second one continues it. It's still pretty clever. The third one kind of makes it... It loses a little of its impact. But Jane Town and Bob are in it. Are they? Yeah. I don't remember it. I saw it twice, though. <laughs> you know, I, it has a twist at the end, and it's... I like the Scream series. I really do. I have I have the Ultimate Collection. They I like them because they brought back the slasher genre in the 90s, because after so many of them came out in the 80s, it really died. Mm-hmm. really died. It happens a lot. I can't wait till like, I think it's going away now. Is like the horror movies now, like the oh yeah, like the Asian horror stuff. Oh yeah, it's definitely dying off. Mission to Mars. You know, not a bad movie. I don't think it's great, but I don't think it's bad. Val Kilmer, right? No, that's Red Planet. No, what's that one? Mission to Mars. I've seen it's it. It's got too. Jerry O'Connell in it. Yeah, and I don't know who else. Yeah, it's okay. Oh, uh, Gary Sinise. Oh yeah, Gary Sinise. It's okay. Yeah. No, I just remember watching him being like, where's this going? Where's this going? That's the end? <laughs> yeah, totally. Fuck this. <laughs> did I see it twice? I did. He was, I was like, maybe I'll get it the second time around. <laughs> uh, the Whole Nine Yards. I actually funny enjoy movie. that movie. I Bruce Willis is really funny, and so when he's teamed with Matthew Perry, who I really enjoy, I think it's a funny movie. Another one of those tough guy, wimpy guy, yeah. buddy comedies things. Romeo Must Die. Jet, Jet Lee. Lee, come on. That's all you have to say about that. It's an okay movie. Mm-hmm. Jet Lee kicks ass, always. Uh, rules of Engagement. Samuel Jackson, someone else. <laughs> yeah. Who else? Uh, is it John Travolta? No, Kevin Spacey? No, that's Negotiator. It was Samuel yeah. Jackson, Kevin Spacey. Um, John Travolta again? Rules of Engagement. I don't remember. Yeah, it might know. be John Travolta. That was a memorable movie for me and you. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> I got to see that movie as a senior. <laughs> <laughs> Senior prize, which was four seventy five. Uh, tickets are now five seventy five as students by two thousand. Keeping the faith. That's uh, Ben Stiller and mm. Edward Norton, and I actually think it's a good movie. That's how much I remember that one. Jenna Elfman. Uh, ben Stiller is a. Uh, it's a Jewish one's name. Uh, <laughs> uh, a rabbi thank you and then Edward Norton plays a priest and they both love the same girl 
Stuff I can relate to. <laughs> U571. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I watched it. Yep. <laughs> it's been watched. It is. Yeah. I love in the new family guy set where he's like, yeah. yeah no, no you, you're just really bad. Yeah, I know. You know, I work on my tan. <laughs> I think it's funny, like, uh, in that, that new family guy set, there's like five or six episodes of Back to the Future jokes in it. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's like one of the writers just, like, watched that movie and just, like, inserted a whole bunch of jokes <laughs> for the rest of the season. Frequency. It's a good one. Yeah. Different. Had like a good emotional core. Yep, who doesn't love Dennis Quaid? Yeah, Garth Brooks does the theme song for it. I don't know why that movie needs a theme song though. <laughs> uh, Gladiator, I saw a bunch. Yeah, Gladiator's a cool movie. That it's was... the one I liked, Russell Crowe. <laughs> uh, I, I, I fell asleep a few times in the subsequent viewing, so <laughs> because there's like those stretches in the movie that are just like music and walking. Mm-hmm. Screwed. Screwed? Norm MacDonald? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, I saw that. I forgot everything about that movie. Yeah. I, mean, I remember Norm MacDonald's in it. And he's doing. Uh, uh, okay, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> First, I'm going to show my cacks. <laughs> I mean, hey, look at our cacks. <laughs> um, what's the other movie that Norm MacDonald had around the same time? Dirty Work? Yeah. Like Chris Farley's what, last movie. That's what I felt like. It was just, like this kind of same kind of movie. Uh, have a ticket for Battlefield Earth. Oh, dude! And I don't—I can't really talk that, about it because I—I was sleeping through most of that. The, that ranks like, right up there with House of the Dead with me. That's a—that's comparable. You should have House of the Dead in there. Two thousand three. We'll see. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Shanghai Noon. Good one. Funny movie. Good one. Action. Good action. Good, good humor. Oh, and um, Wilson, Jackie Chan. They need a Shanghai Dawn. They should. Waiting for that one to come out. Uh, Mission Impossible 2. Fucking great movie. I love the Mission Impossible series. I like 1 and 3. <laughs> I two, love them all. 2 was better like when I watched it recently, but it's still just like, I don't see the point of it. The best feature on that DVD is you can watch Ben Stiller being Tom mm. Cruise. Yeah, crew, is, double O. Yeah, Tom Cruise mm-hmm. is stunt, though. I fucking love that. Yeah, bit. that's the reason to watch it right there. <laughs> yeah. Dinosaur. Another good movie. A little slower paced and not a traditional, like, CGI movie. Once you see good. Jurassic Park, it's hard to like watch yeah. any other dinosaur CGI stuff. I agree. I saw Titan AE in the theater. <laughs> Maybe I just found that ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Hmm. I know it has Matt Damon voicing it. And I think Drew Barrymore. Yeah, I think you're right. Whatever. Uh, someone was saying it was the end of Don Bluth's career in animation. <laughs> Me, myself, and Irene, I saw a bunch of times, it seems. That's a funny one. Hmm? Anytime Jim Carrey's in a comedy. For Jim Carrey, yeah. I-, I like it. <laughs> Whitey. Oh, Whitey. Uh, Chicken Run. It's, it's a, a cool movie. Animation movie. Mel Gibson? Probably will never be in animation movies ever again. Yeah. No, nothing Mel Gibson, The Patriot. Fucking great. That's I one of my most favorite yeah. uh, war movies ever. Heath Ledger, the late Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. I have long feared. <laughs> that my sins. I, I probably know that movie almost verbatim. I own both the original and extended cut. <laughs> Scary movie. Good. Funny. Too bad they ruined it. Yeah. Actually, I like Scary Movie three the most because it's made by the guys who made Airplane, and I thought it was as goofy and funny. And I love Charlie Sheen in those kind of movies. This is when scary movies were rated R, because it was raunchy as hell. Yep. I remember going to see that by myself because no one else was available. I keep skipping over people because I'm going backwards. Uh, oh. X-Men. The movie. You know, I think the first uh, X-Men is okay. Um, but it, it what I love about the X-Men movie, that and Blade made all the movies I love now possible. Exactly. Um... And Hugh Jackman as Wolverine is a freaking epiphany. Yeah, like, that's the best part of the first X-Men movie is his breakout as Wolverine. Like, just, you know, after watching that, you wanted to be Hugh Jackman. Yep. And be Wolverine. I remember, like, running around in theater, 
just like pulling my claws out on totally. Ryan. I, I still do that now. I still, when I get pissed, I do, yeah. I go the Snickety sneak. Sneak. Yep. Uh, Pokemon 2000. I did not I see also that saw, one. I think I saw that because Weird Al had a song <laughs> in it and we watched the whole movie and it wasn't there until the credits. Of course. <laughs> so I never saw a Pokemon movie after that. Uh, for any reason. Um, Storm. The Perfect Storm? Yeah. Again, oh, cool, let's have these guys, and they're dead. <laughs> Look at the CGI water. It's yeah. amazing. Love George Clooney, though. I uh, have that on HD DVD just because it was free with my DVD, <laughs> with my HD DVD player. So, I didn't sell it in time. <laughs> Hollow Man. Violent. Yeah. Kevin Bacon Kevin being Bacon. an asshole. Yeah, different. I got to see, uh, I was playing on an HD movie channel recently. Look good still. The effects hold up. Um, and there's like people that, uh, like, you know, you see movies now that you didn't recognize back then. Yeah. Uh, Highlander Endgame. Did not see. Yeah. And I've forgotten it because that's <laughs> how I remember it was. Uh, oh, duets. Huey Lewis, Gwyneth Paltrow. Have you seen that? I have. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. I like their uh, duet of cruising. Mm-hmm. It's one of my, I like that song a lot. Like pa- Paul Giamatti's performances, you know, yeah. the stressed out travel guy, traveling uh, salesman, amusement park salesman. Yeah, it's just a cute movie. Um, Meet the Parents. <laughs> Great movie. Mm-hmm. Robert De Niro finding his stride second part of his career as a comedic actor is good. Yeah, he started like getting a whole bunch of comedies. Mm-hmm. Usually parroting himself like he's yep. a tough mafia guy. And, yep. It's 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 amazing that you can take a persona that's not actually you, that you've built up and yeah. like, it just like that's what you're known for and then you can go on a comedy and make fun of it. Absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, Get Carter? Sylvester Stallone? So, I think it's a good movie. You've seen it? Yeah. Yeah, I just remember being so bored. Really? Watching I it. thought it was cool. Mm. It's like, where's this gonna go? Was Mickey Rourke in that? I don't remember. Legend of D. Say something. Well, I figure this out. Um, it came out October twenty-first. If well, I, I could watched it October twenty-third. Ever do the magic trick <laughs> that I've been practicing? I wouldn't have to do this anymore. People would come see The Amazing Ryan. It'd be fantastic. If you know... If you can finish Legend of D and email us, you'll get <laughs> a copy of the movie. I will buy it, and I'll mail it to you. So it's it's 2000, so that should narrow it down. It's rated R. Um, Legend of the Drunken Master? Hey, you just won yourself a copy yeah! of Legend of the Drunken Master. <laughs> Jackie Chan Supreme. Yeah, that's a good one. It's actually um, that's the Americanized. They just pulled it from his earlier uh, Chinese films and retitled it. It's like one of those Asian films repackaged <laughs> for American audiences. Like Godzilla. Uh, not the not, one. not the Matthew Broderick <laughs> one. Uh, The Exorcist re-release. Yeah, you know, it's I, I guess if we saw it in the seventies, it'd have a bigger impact on us. Yeah. But yeah, it's like ooh, scary. They composited stuff in the background. Yep. <laughs> was there an Exorcist 2000? Maybe. I or is I'm, I'm talking about the re-release. Okay. Little Nicky. Oh, the worst Adam Sandler movie. I was so retarded when oh, I first man. saw it, but now like it's kind of okay. Yeah, it's still yeah, it's okay. Yeah. If I like, like Rodney Adam, Dangerfield. If you like Adam Sandler movies, then see, I love Adam Sandler, but that's my least favorite Adam Sandler movie. But I mean, it's, it's just watchable. It's yeah. like If you want to watch Adam Sandler in a movie. Otherwise, it's pointless. Uh, the Sixth Day. It's a fucking great movie, and I wish other people said it because you, I've like, seen it. Does that have the talking bear in it? No, that's uh, AI. No, the, the, the best. The doll rolls out of the car. I don't remember. I haven't like, seen it in so long. The, the SUV, and like he kicks some like robot out of the car, and it like explodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, the best line in that is when um, he goes up, he says, You know you should clone yourself while you're still alive. And the bad guy responds to, why? So I can better understand your unique position? No. So you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> and then when he kills the bad guy, his clone falls on him. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger says, I didn't mean literally. <laughs> I 
love that movie. You should get back into making movies. Uh, one of my all-time favorites, Unbreakable. You know, I think that's M Night Shyamalan's best movie. Mm, I agree. Because it's just so different. You never, you don't. I haven't seen a movie. It's a superhero movie that you don't know is a superhero it's a comic movie. Book movie. Yeah. That you don't know. It's, it's like, uh, like what movies recently have been based on? I guess it's like Smallville, you know? Yeah. Which isn't a movie, but it's like that premise of just like toned down superhero, or like The Dark Knight even. Yeah. You know, they're not just, they're not super, it's just like heroes. Um, Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> the movie. I have not with seen Jer- it. With the great Jeremy Irons. And what's the Wayne's brother? <laughs> think marlon women <laughs> sure i don't know i haven't seen it uh terrible what woman wants funny i like i like mel gibson i think he's good in comedies interesting premise yep kind of like a big premise hard to love a chick flick though <laughs> really hard proof of life starring russell, russell crowe Crow, my favorite in meg ryan? ryan yeah i don't remember much i think i remember being bored yeah i have never seen it i don't like russell crowe anymore uh, one of my one of my favorites, Castaway. Castaway's a great movie. Long and but, Tom Hanks by himself for over an hour and a half. And that's the amazing part is it's interesting with that little dialogue. Again, uh, probably the best actor of our generation. It's like watching Wally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Emperor's New Groove. A funny movie, underrated Disney movie. Absolutely hilarious. Patrick Warburton. Mm-hmm. David Spade. And I got another tickets for another ticket for duets in here. So that takes us to 2001, and we're almost at an hour here. Do we want to do a two-part? <laughs> we can. It doesn't matter. Cool. Uh, well, um, if you're still interested in hearing yeah. us talk about this there will be of movies. We'll have the Empire Strikes Back version of this. <laughs> this might be a trilogy, because in an hour, we've only gotten through from 97 to 2001. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah, thanks. Listening as always. Listen to next week's cast. Our our mini capsules of reviews. Thanks. Bye.